0: Today we continue our look at being the body of believers. What does it mean for us that we are the church, the, the lower case C? And as we think about that, the, the uh, seminary answer, the answer that we, we kind of uh, clung to as we were going through seminary is that it is set up to be uh, word and sacrament ministry. That means that in our worship, we hear God's word and we preach on that word. And we, uh, we have the sacraments, right? We have communion and we have baptism. And, and that is uh, right on. Right? That's what we do in worship. I want to expand that just a little bit because I think there's more to our story here at St. Michael than just word and sacrament ministry. It goes on into our communities that we, we form in the community groups that Celine was talking about that are all uh, uh, highlighted on that wall heading down uh, the hallway there. And so I want to look at the church with this kind of lens, right? This is one of the ways to look at it, and that it's an intentional community where grace is received, grace is shared, and then it's taken into the world from that point, okay? So we receive grace from Jesus, from God, uh, because of what Jesus has done for us, and then we share it with one another, and then we take it into the world. Now, you might ask, why is this important, and why start there, right? Right? Well, here's why. On Friday, I had the blessing of walking around downtown uh, for a little bit. And as I did that, I went to the landing. I ended up at the landing and and sat down at one of the restaurants there. And as I was sitting down, uh, someone came and sat next to me. And uh, we started talking about life and and what we do. And uh, as a pastor, there is Nothing that shuts down conversation more for me than to say, I'm a pastor, right? Uh, But I'm not going to lie to the guy, so I just tell him I'm a pastor. And it did shut down the conversation. And so I pressed in a little bit more, and I said, hey, like, why, like, what's, what's up? And he went on to say that he, uh, he went to church uh, for a little bit. Not here, not here, Uh, but when he went, he felt more alone than when he wasn't here, or there, He wasn't there. And that uh, there was just barriers that were put up for him as he sat to worship, as he sat to try and figure out what was going on around him. And then the people gave him cold shoulders, and then he started to feel like, "Am, am I alone? Is this awkward feeling just me? And then he left and just never came back. And so his experience of the church is that it's an awkward place that's lonely. That you don't actually get to connect with people, but but it's just a time and space that's there. And, and I think at some point, we all have probably been there and felt that in some way. That it's hard, it's hard to come to church. It's hard to be a part of a community group, right? We, we know ourselves what these statements are like, or we may know people who, you, who say these statements, right? No one cares. I feel so alone. I feel like I don't fit in. I feel like I'm on an island. Well, if we are a community where where grace is a central point, and when I say grace, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. That we know that uh, there's a gift that God's given us. That gift is that we are forgiven children of God, and through that we know how much He loves us, and He calls us His own. And then it gives us a hope for tomorrow. So because of Jesus, we're forgiven, we are loved, and we have a hope for tomorrow. And, and that's kind of uh, the base of what grace is. And we could dive deeper in, but that's where I want to I talk about today is this grace, right? And so as we look at the church, we, we see the church um, all the way from the beginning, where God's people are gathering together, right? So here's a statement from one of those as they were traveling around. We talked about this a little bit last week, but Psalm 133 is the psalm of ascent. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. And that God's people that they're pointing to is is the people that God led through uh, a pillar of fire and then uh, through the temple and through all of time, up until Jesus, right? And then we have Jesus pointing the way to God's grace and giving up his life for us so that we can know what it means to be in a community that's in, it's filled with grace. And so as we look at the church in the New Testament, there's a few things that come to mind. One of the verses that may come to mind for you is uh, this Luke, or Matthew 18, right? Where two or more are gathered, there I am also. And that's a true statement. That's, that is such a blessing that when we gather together, grace is, fills the room and, and God is there with us in that. But the thing we take out of context at sometimes is that this is actually talking about church discipline, so when brothers and sisters are coming together and there's something that's not quite right, there's some brokenness that needs to be uh, talked about, if you can't address it one-on-one, bring someone with you, right? And, and as you bring someone with you, then know that God's grace covers, covers you, right? It covers not only you and the person you're talking to, but the whole situation. And so it's an intentional community that is centered on that grace. And I think that's what the church is, because we go beyond worship, right? We go beyond a, a point where we we know and we receive that grace time and time again in the sacraments, and we take it into our community groups. Our groups like our, our women's choir, like the um, altar guild who puts up our pyramids, and our tech team, and the, the guys who clean, and the guys who set up, and all of our teachers, and all of the pieces that, that help us, those community groups, right? As we look at those, we know they're intentional, and they're intentionally centered on the grace they've received. And so in those community groups, we begin to see what this looks like to share grace with one another so we can take it into the world around us. And as we do that, we hear these words from Paul. That he writes to the Romans and then he also writes to the Colossians. And as Paul writes about the church and the function of people gathering together, he always starts it with words of mercy or grace. And he always connects it into forgiveness and love. You see, as a body, we don't always get it right. At times, we, we have struggles that we go through. Well, guess what? God's grace is in those struggles, and, and he helps us through all of that. And so, Paul, as he's writing the church in Rome, he talks about how we all have different gifts. Teaching, serving, encouragement, the list goes on. And as we see these gifts, we understand that, yeah, like we're, we're actually in this together that we're not alone in our serving and in our church. We don't come here and sit and think, "Oh man, I'm all alone." But we come into a grace-filled and grace-centered community so that we can share that grace with one another. So that we can take that into the world. As we do that, we understand that we're we're in it together, right? We're in this together as we do ministry alongside each other and that is an amazing thing and as we look at what that means we see these words of paul that we we clothe ourselves as we gather as we connect as we are this community centered around grace with compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience and here we go again forgiveness and love how amazing is that that we have a unique community around us that's centered in grace centered in love and forgiveness and helping us gain perspective when life is hard and so my question is now what right you are a part of the church you're here and so we are so thankful you are now what well i think we take a cue from Jesus in this, right? So Jesus has 12 disciples that he spends three years of his life with, and he eats with them, and he talks with them, and he shares with them, and he teaches them, and he does all of these things. And he's coming up to the hardest two days that, that he has to face, and that his disciples will face as well. And as he does that, he, he gives them a gift— he gives them a gift. And he doesn't just say, uh, well, you know what? Here's, here it is. Just take it and leave it. But he invites them into this meal. Right? Did you catch that? Jesus and his disciples reclined at the table. They were in it together. They were doing life together. And in that meal, Jesus changed the story for his disciples and for us. Because in that story, as that story unfolds, and Jesus is there with his disciples, he gives them communion where he says, here here is grace enacted. Here is love and forgiveness that you can, in a mysterious way, handle. You can can touch it, feel it, and and you can have it and know that I'm there with you in these moments. So if, if that's the grace that we know, and we have a lot of community around us. How are you doing in the community, in an intentional community that's centered around grace? uh, What's your next step? What's your next step? Right? So if that's where we are, and that's the church that we are, is this uh, grace-centered ministries that we do, and we take that as we share grace with each other into the world, how are you doing? And for some, that might mean that uh, you're, you're coming here and you're connecting to people as we fellowship in the, in the lobby and down at um, Bible study. For some, it might be uh, getting connected into uh, ministries that we have going on. For some, it might be starting new things, right? For all of us, it's an individual question. It's not something I can answer from here and say, well, here's your next steps. You need to do A, B, and C. But really, it's an examining question to say, oh, yes, a grace-centered community that shares that grace with each other and takes it out into the world is uh, a blessing. And so how can I start or lean into or start anew uh, a community like that? And that's where we are. And that's where we're here to help you in that. This isn't a question just to, to lob up in the air and just leave it there. It's a question to challenge and say, what what is your next step? And uh, myself and and Celine and Pastor Goff would love to talk to you about that and help you get connected into uh, more of uh, the grace-filled communities that we have around our community groups. Because in it all, as we look at the church, as we look at what the church is Here in this time and place, we see that it is grace-centered. It is centered around the love and forgiveness that we have in Jesus and the hope that that brings to our lives. And being grace-centered, that means we share that grace with each other and then we take it into the world. So my hope is that you can mull on that a little bit and we can figure out together how we can take God's grace into the world around us. As we celebrate, as we celebrate uh, all that he's done, all the blessings that we've received, all of the the many ministries we have going on, all of the new things that we have happening even yet today. We celebrate and we ask the question, how can we lean in and what's our next step to be a part of that grace-centered community? Amen.